Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Pretty Young and Motivated podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa, and today I'm sitting down with one of my PYM girls, Sam, to talk about communication ethics. This was a really fun topic to discuss with her, and I'm super excited for you guys to listen to this episode. So without further ado, let's get to it. Hello, welcome to the Pretty Young and Motivated podcast. How are you? I'm well, Alyssa. How are you? Great. Thanks for asking. I'm so happy that you're on and taking time to be here today. I'm glad to be here. So why don't we start with giving a little bit of background on who you are and what you do with your life. (laughs) Yeah, so my name is Sam Musgrove. I'm a PYM girl. Um, I am 24, almost 25 years old. And right now I'm just kind of figuring out who I am and I'm trying to share that with other people. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're all the the gals or anybody in their twenties right? is trying to figure out that question. So you're your not 20s. alone there. Yeah. <laughs> your twenties are definitely for discovering yourself. Yes. <laughs> Very fun time, also stressful at other times. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so today we're gonna talk about communication ethics, which I love this topic. Um, so thank you for bringing this idea up and I'm excited to have a discussion about it. So why don't you give us a little background on what is communication ethics and like, what does that mean? Sure. So, you know, communication ethics is basically talking about your values and what you value as a person or like what your principles are. So it's your um, kind of like your palette for how you would paint your life. Like you have a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and it's how you choose to sprinkle that into your life. Yeah. And I love that. And even just like thinking about values as I've grown up and I'm getting into my twenties and through even friendships, dating, all that, it's so important Mm -hmm. to know your own values and ask that question. Mm -hmm. Um, Because as you're building relationships with other people, you're like, okay, so like, what do you value? Because I think when it comes to conflicts, it it can really boil down to your values and and what you believe. So Mm -hmm. super important topic. And yeah. Um, Yeah. So where do we get our values? So I find that, you know, we we mainly pick it up from where we were raised. So who you were raised around, um, your family is a huge factor, your friends, your peers in school, any trauma that you've had, all those can really shape how you view the world, which is, you know, your values. That's how you paint this crazy life. Yeah, absolutely. And we were talking, I just kind of said that I, preface this question but um why should we identify our own values I think you know when we don't know what we value ourselves we kind of are a little bit lost it's hard for us to navigate such a crazy world when we don't have anything to kind of help us have these rails so like personally I really value benevolence and I find that that's helped me um with my path it's helped me see what I value. Yeah, I, lo- I love that one. A big one for me is empathy. Yes, 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 Empathetic yes. people. Well, and I think, also, oh, <laughs> go ahead. It's also what, what you define as empathy. You know, I, mm-hmm. I think for people, empathy means something different. So your definition of empathy could be completely different than my version of empathy. Yeah. And so I think we can relate on this topic, but even growing up, 
um, a lot of my life with a single mom. I think that's mm-hmm. where I really developed a lot of empathy, um, not only for like hardworking people and just even emotions and going through tough times and like building that strength and experiencing some sort of trauma or even just difficult times. I feel like you build up more of an empathy for other people because you know what it feels like to go through those experiences. Yeah, when I know that you get it because we both are single children from single moms. Um, but it's really hard to see your mom go through all of this hard work and she's doing it all by herself. Mm -hmm. And like, you definitely can feel for her. I definitely, that's a great example. Yeah. And it's like, I always, you know, it's, it's definitely made me who I am and made, made up my values for sure. Because Mm -hmm. even just like hardworking and consistency and, once again, empathy, but those things just really have shaped who I am and have built my value system because of how I was raised. So it is really interesting. And I mean, I guess it makes sense, but how everybody can have just such different values based on their background that we're not all the same. Yeah. See, I actually took a class at Eastern Michigan University that was called Communication Ethics. And it was really interesting to see how like how each person who came into that class was so different and they had such different life experience shaped what they value Mm -hmm. so and not to yeah not to derail it into something political but or even just like current times but I think even coming down to conflicts and controversies that we see Mm -hmm. in the world it really does like when you think about I sit here and look at certain aspects and I'm like how can anybody even think this way how can they even feel this Mm -hmm. way And that's just maybe their values are completely different than mine. Completely different. I noticed that a lot of people in that class, for example, valued like justice and honesty. And to me, I was still trying to figure out what those really meant to me, those values. And if those were something that I really needed in my set of core values. Definitely. Yeah. I was like, I'm even thinking about like the conflicts I'm hearing about is just so, for example, the mask thing. People are saying it's like an infringement on freedom. But for me personally, like I'd rather have a common community empathy for others. And so Mm -hmm. that's why I put that first. Whereas to other people, it's like, this is my freedom. This is restraining. And I value freedom before safety of other people in a sense. So yeah, really interesting. That's a great example because also, you know, what freedom means to that person who doesn't want to wear the mask and what freedom means to you is so different in your just your basic definition of those things. Definitely. Um, if you even just like Google a list of like values, you'll get like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. And, you know, we're made up of what we choose from these lists, really. So yeah. And do you feel like I'm throwing a question in randomly? Do you feel like Go. your values can change over time? Oh, yes. And that's the thing. That's okay for your values to change, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm looking at some lists right now and comfort's one of them. I know that like Katie, for example, is trying to seek uncomfortability. Yeah. Right? That's just a small example of her values changing from being comfortable in her little bubble with her family to seeking that discomfort and seeking that truth and that knowledge. No, that's so true. And I definitely feel like, you know, we all go through that where as we mature even, or even just go through different experiences, you know, maybe when I was 
12, I didn't necessarily have like as much empathy or value empathy like I do now at 23. And it's just like the experiences that I've had is made, has made me way more empathetic of others. Very true. Very true. Um, I think about like looking back at who I was as a child or like in my elementary school days or like even high school, just any public school. And I feel like such a different person, but I still feel like a lot of me has still remained the same. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just my values changing to new information. And I'm okay with learning that I was wrong and that I can pick a new value to fit my situation. Definitely. I feel like it's any growth, not even, I mean, in terms of values, yes, but any growth we have like from middle school to high school to like young adulthood, there's a lot of changes that happen. And so you're for sure probably going to have a change of heart or change of perspective um, that might change your values for sure. Mm-hmm. So I have a question for you. What do you value? So I know you said this in the beginning and I was, well, when we talked before and I'm like, wow, I have to think about mine, which I always know mine. There's like this, these few words that I use to say my values are, but mm-hmm. the ones that I wrote down quickly thinking about it, um, one is consistency. And I know, I think you moved around a lot when you were younger. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I didn't move around the U S but just a lot of times in my life, like through, you know, divorces and situations like that, I just felt like my life was always somewhat inconsistent. Um, even just, yeah, like my living situation, my friends growing up, there was just a lot of changes all the time. And so something I value now is just consistency in people and consistency and effort in a relationship, because I'm also always trying to like do the most. Um, and I'm guilty of trying to be good enough for everyone, even though I know that's just like impossible, but that's my personality in a way. So I value kiss- consistency because I'm always trying to do stuff for other people or like in a relationship. So I'd like that to be reciprocated. So that's one of my first ones. I said empathy. Um, That's a big one I've developed just through my own experiences and even through PYM and why I started it really comes down to empathy for others because I was going through this experience. And although that like started from a selfish place, I just wanted to share my story because I know I could like I knew I couldn't have been alone in, in what I was feeling. And sure enough, I wasn't. And so I just really try to push empathy or I guess the purpose of starting PYM was to have empathy for others and know that like whatever you're going through you're not alone um so empathy and then the last one I wrote down was authenticity and it kind of ties in with that but there's just so many times I feel like in my life too well maybe not totally but it's hard in high school and even even right now in social media environment to want to like oh I want to be like this person or I want to do this and you're kind of influenced by all these different things, but I love when a person, and even when I, you know, I'm not perfect in it even to this day, but trying to be our authentic selves and really show up and bring who you are to the table, not trying to be anybody else, not trying to impress or do things for what everybody else wants you to do. It's really hard, but I really appreciate that when people can show up authentically. I completely agree. That's, I would say, you know, authenticity and genuinity are definitely one of my values. Um, And like, even just thinking about communicating with people on an everyday basis, I want to make sure that who I'm talking to is being authentic with me, that they're not trying to um, uh, 
So what's the, <laughs> they're not trying to uh, deceive me. That's what it is. I, yeah. I like to think that I have a good perception or even with social media, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of the times when I post anything online, am I thinking, I'm, I'm very conscious of if this is contrived or if this is authentic enough. And it's a, it's definitely a struggle. It's definitely a balance to kind of reach that. Yeah. And I was going to say, like, as I've grown up, unfortunately, like, I am kind of admitting this, but social media definitely has influenced that one because there's times that I still even get caught caught up with either PYM or my own personal feed where I'm like, oh, like, do I post this because I should post? And then I always try to like bring myself back to that like authenticity. I'm like, okay, do I, is this really meaningful? What am I influencing? What am I trying to say? Um, Or maybe I'm just sharing my life. And so instead of putting those boundaries on myself of being like, oh, is this like match my aesthetic? Mm -hmm. It's more so like just trying to be authentic of, okay, this feels good to post. So I'm posting it for me. Um, So it's definitely something I think I've developed in, in the social media culture. Um, But I feel like even when I was younger, I never really tried. I, I don't know. I didn't define it as authenticity, but I always was a goofy kid. I feel like so. I completely understand. (laughs) So it needs social media to be goofy. (laughs) Right. So going, actually, I was going to ask, when do you feel like you started to be aware of your, your own values? I honestly, I think I've always had a very strong sense of empathy, of compassion. Um, I very strongly feel for others. And I definitely feel like I am an empath in that sense, where Mm -hmm. even just sitting with a friend and getting a tattoo with her, I take on that pain. But I definitely think that this class that I took at Eastern really opened my mind because it was labeled communication ethics, but I was expecting to learn more about ethics and less about what you value. It really was about what you value and how you use that in the world. And it was very empowering. Yeah, it really is. I feel like mine, honestly, and like you said, I kind of feel like I always embodied certain things. Mm -hmm. Um, but I didn't start defining them until probably well into college of like, okay, these are important to me. And like, when I'm thinking about my life and my relationships, it is important for me to define these. Um, and even when I got into like dating, I found it important to like actually ask those questions within like the first day of just like, what do you value in life? Because it really can come down, boil down to like any conflicts you have is what you value. For sure. So for sure. Um, I found that, I'm sorry, I keep going back to this class, but it just was so impactful. My professor was called Ray and he had us do an assignment where we kind of wrote our, um, our 10, our commandments. So like what we live our life by. And I think that's a really strong thing to do. Even if you're not writing like an essay, just writing down your values and why they matter to you say you date it and you look back at it 10 years from now and you're like wow so that's where I was in that that state of mind Mm -hmm. no I think that's a good takeaway for this episode even too but everybody listening like write down your 10 things and I think it's I think it's a fun exercise I say fun but I'm like a nerd that likes to write and journal things anyways but Mm -hmm. I think it's a good exercise to do like seasonally even just to like sit down and be like okay what do I value right now even if you're rewriting them I feel like sometimes when you're conflicted in life and I've even been kind of feeling in this weird place about like, you know, you started the episode of saying like, you're just figuring out like what you want to do. And I've been feeling a lot that way, like recently too, of just like my next step and where I want to be. 
But if you like write out your values and, and the things that you want to do with your life, you can really, okay, like exactly. align yourself with those. Cause it's easy to get distracted by external things and you know, what you're doing right now. But if you can write down those things and really hone in on who you are and what you want with life that can help you like in your decision-making for figuring it out. Very, very true. And it doesn't have to be just like 10, like you can pick out all the things that you value. There is no limit. That's the thing you can value as much as you want to. But I think if you have too much on your plate, it might be a little bit hard to get a well-rounded focus. Yeah. But yeah, I completely agree with that statement. It just gives you like a map to the world. Mm. It definitely does. Helps you see other people's perspectives really well as well. And like, I'm coming back to this topic, but even just like any of the recent conflicts too of, I think, not throwing anybody specifically in the under the bus, but when Katie and I, we, you know, we've kind of had discussions recently with our family. And mm-hmm. I think the the part about us being like, Katie and I are becoming more adults and we're developing our own values in life. And so, you know, these once again are some of the conflicts you have is because now that we're adults, we have our own set of values that we, you know, might be completely different than our parents or our aunts and uncles. And so now there's here and there small conflicts that we're having over certain politics or certain issues. But it's just that makes sense because, you know, as we've grown up, we've taken certain bits and pieces from our family which are great. And then we've also taken bits and pieces of the world that we've experienced in a completely different way. And so of course, there's going to be differences there, even though we come from the same family, and everybody you think would be on the same page, everybody still walks their own experience of life and is going to have a different set of values. Exactly. And I think, you know, that kind of, if you, that kind of opens up how you can gain more experience, if you take more paths in life, that leads to more experience, which leads to more values that you might have. Yeah. I kind of like picture it as like a video game where like you take a quest and then you end up getting an achievement or something from it. And then you take another quest and then you get an achievement from it and say, you learn how to be honest. What does honesty mean to you? And you found it out on that quest. Yeah. I actually take another one. I love that analogy. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but that's that's a great no, way of looking at it. That's no problem. Because <laughs> that's exactly too, like, I don't know anything that I'm just, you know, obviously can only speak from like personal experience. But as I was saying, like, I'm kind of feeling conflicted right now because part of me wants to move out of state, but I'm feeling very comfortable in the lifestyle I'm building here. But that's something I've always wanted to do. And so I feel like it is like a little quest that like I'm going to go on. I'm going to do it. And, you know, from that, I'll either be like, okay, this is awesome. Like, this is what I wanted, but I could also gain and be like, this is not what I wanted. And then I can kind of audit that part of my life and know exactly going forward. Okay. I don't value being in a different state as much as I value, like being home with family or being home Mm -hmm. with whatever, but you have to go through those experiences. And as you were saying that I was thinking about how really gaining your values, you almost have to do like an audit of your life. You have to try these things. Okay. I don't yeah. value this. Yeah. Okay, I value that. <laughs> I think that's like where being uncomfortable really comes into play. Like I know that Katie is really trying to make herself uncomfortable because she wants to take those different paths and we'll never really know if something works for us until we try it. Mm-hmm. And I can really with, relate with what Katie's doing because I literally in November 
got a tattoo that says seek discomfort. So I have to kind of live up to that one. You kind of have to. I mean, it's a permanent (laughs) decision that you have to live up to. (laughs) Right. Now, whenever I'm like, oh, I'm comfortable, people will be like, oh, your tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. Not yet. (laughs) Um, So so how do you think that you let your values and principles dictate your life and how you communicate to the world? So like I said, I think I definitely, the biggest one I think of is my relationships and I mean, obviously the the episode is basically about communication, mm-hmm. but how I communicate with people and really just like how I cultivate my inner circle and, and PYM, because I mean, I consider, you know, PYM my circle even. Mm-hmm. Um, and the girls that I have, I try to choose is, you know, looking at it from the PYM perspective, I'm always looking to have really authentic, relatable girls because I value that. And I know in a world that is, you know, chaotic with not just, I don't want to say fakeness, but social media and everybody's trying to look a certain way and trying to be this certain person. Um, I really value that like my PYM girls, or I look for girls that value the same similar things to what the brand is messaging, because I think it's super important to be relatable and authentic in today's culture. And so I never want the girls to be like extremely like out of somebody's league in a sense, or like, not that we're all beautiful, but I don't know. I just feel like we're very normal, beautiful, and we can be relatable And it's not like we're some unattainable like model situation or some unattainable, overly successful. It's realistic. Millionaire. Yeah, Yeah, it's realistic. So I don't mean that as a negative thing, but I just, I value that. I think that's better in a sense because there's so many more normal-esque people in the world than there is successful. So I don't want us to be some celebrity feeling brand. I want it to be very communal and exclusive or inclusive, geez, not exclusive. (laughs) Um, so for like that avenue, that dictates how I choose PYM girls and how I, I lead the brand. Um, and then personally in my life, I just, you know, as I said, relationships, friendships, the same thing. I really seek those values in other people. Um, and I even think of like love languages. I feel like that comes back even in friendships. It's still like, I guess you still love your friends or your other relationships that you of have course. in your life. So I always even think of like my love language as the way I need to like be in a relationship but that does come down to the things that I value so for example I'm a a words of affirmation person so Mm -hmm. I always just like conversation or reassurance or like sending positive quotes to my friends and you know people that are always there for you so I definitely look at it in that aspect too so yeah overall I'm kind of like rambling but it definitely I would say it, it dictates my life by how I communicate and build my relationships for sure. And I've even learned that more recently into my twenties of just like, okay, it's important to see what I value because I, Reagan and I had, I think a conversation on the podcast about like friendships. And I feel like I've kind of gone through some wavelength friends. Like I've had this friend for a year and then they kind of move on. And I had this friend for a little stint on my life and then we just kind of fade out. And so even just in the past year, I've really learned that like, okay, as I build relationships, I don't want to have just like fizzling somewhat friendships for a minute. Mm -hmm. And so I've been really trying to cultivate my values and look for that in other people and make sure like a relationship is going to be equal and reciprocated communication wise values, all of that. Um, Because I think it's super important when you're finding friends and and people to have in your life, Um, you want them to, in a sense, match your values, even if it's not like a perfect 100%, but it's good to relate on certain areas. I have a follow-up question. 
Okay. So <laughs> do you happen to seek people with differing values though? So, cause I think it's important to seek people with differing values so you can kind of learn a little bit more about the world. You definitely surrounding yourself with only people who think like you can get you stuck into this little hole where you only see the people around you. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good way to put it too. Cause I guess as I was prefacing that it's, sounds like I would only seek people with that but I think it, I guess more so maybe I should say like certain values that I I know even if it's not my necessarily values but like mm-hmm. there's values that I don't I wouldn't want in my circle um I don't know if that's sounding bad I'm just thinking of like certain things like once again in like recent events and I'm like learning about the way people see the world and they, I don't know though because I don't want to say if they don't agree with me yeah. like oh like you can't have your own opinion so so in that way yeah. yeah, I was thinking, you know, it doesn't, when you say values, it doesn't necessarily need to be, I don't think of anything negative that comes to mind. So yeah. some certain values like accuracy, uh, focus, excellence, passion, patience, utility, those are all things that like excellence, accuracy, those are all things I don't think I can necessarily put under my <laughs> values, but I would definitely want people around me that have those as values, as long as they can see my values for what they are as well. Yeah, no, that's a really, I'm really glad you brought that up because I think it is important to have different people in our circle, even if they don't have the exact same values. I guess the way I would look at it is I still would want like in my close inner circle, mm-hmm. cer- it doesn't have to be a hundred percent, but I am a very like ambitious and passionate person and very empathetic. So I would want my like close people to either support that of me because I am like always dreaming always doing all these things and it doesn't have to say like they have to agree with me but I think it is important for like certain goals in your life and what you work towards to have the people around you like lift you up and mm-hmm. and support you in that and like root you like cheer you on I completely so agree. I, I don't know if that's totally like with values but I know like I value passion and like people having goals and dreams and so like I value that in other people, like when other people are like living their best life and doing things for themselves. Mm-hmm. So like, I would always want that. I think like that would be something I, I like people that are motivated and have their, like their dreamers too, but they don't have to be, I don't know. Like now I'm getting in this tangent of it because it's That's really okay. interesting. So I think I completely agree with you. I think it's so important for us to be around people who have the general same values as us. You know, I think that my family in general, Uh, values cooperation and I or patience and those are things that I want from them and they want from me Mm -hmm. so we both have that understanding we both have that boundary that says yes this is what we expect from each other and there's definitely people in my life that I don't I don't let people in who value things like rigidity or um I'm trying again there's no really like negative values but I can yeah I completely understand what you're saying where you want to have people who kind of flow with you and who are on the same wavelength but that's definitely I think now I'm I'm just like thinking through it so that's why I'm like probably word vomiting Um, (laughs) but like my mom and I definitely probably have like certain different values we have similar ones for sure like empathy and hardworking and all of those but, you know, when it comes to other perspectives of life, I definitely think she has other values than me, but she's still one of like the closest people in my life. Um, and obviously, obviously, I've learned a lot from her. Um, and I, I mean, I value like motivation and like passion, but I definitely think my mom values like hard work 
more, like even putting in more time. My mom is always like working her job. She loves being a hairdresser. She'll work 12 hours a day, like willingly. And that's her thing. And like, I'm more happy to like work less, (laughs) but you know, she's taught me that. And so that's like a difference. It's not technically in my top five value set, Mm -hmm. but you know, it is opposite. And she's still like a close person in my life. So like, that's a good example. Cause I don't think we're totally 100% aligned on our values, but you know, she's taught me different things through her, her different value sets as well. I like that example. That's yeah. A good one. I think it's a good one too. even just like thinking of like parents. Cause like, you're going to take parts of them, like I said earlier. Um, but then you're always like, have obviously like certain connections with your parent or your parents. Um, and through that. So, and I think as you grow up, you're going to have different value sets than, than they'd have. Um, but you'll also, you know, you still love your parents. Mm-hmm. I think you could say the same thing about yourself too, where like, you're not going to be the same person you were yesterday, let alone two years ago. So I think giving yourself a little bit of grace and giving your family a little bit of grace in that sense is really yeah. important. And I'm just thinking of now, like, I guess a good way to look at it. Um, and I guess on the negative aspect, because like you said, there's not necessarily a negative way to have like values, like everybody yeah. is entitled to their own set. It's of also values. so interpretational. So everybody interprets it so differently. Yeah, but I guess like the example I can think of, because I was just talking about parents. So like, as you said, single mom, my mom is like, my number one. Um, on the opposite side, I kind of have disconnected with my father because I don't agree with his values and Mm -hmm. his beliefs. So that's not to say that they're completely wrong. I just don't agree with them. So I've chosen to remove that relationship from my life basically. So that, I think that's a way of looking at it too. So, you know, he might value different things in me um, and doesn't go to say he's wrong because he thinks he's right in his way of life and that's fine. But if I don't agree with that and that doesn't like, bring me joy and you know align with the values that I have for life or he doesn't agree with them I guess um you know maybe it's not a good relationship to keep and so I was just thinking on the opposite and that could be one way to look at it because I feel like I don't want to look at it that's a great way so he's not necessarily wrong or negative like in his own way (laughs) you Mm. know or whatever he values but I just don't you know choose to follow the same path so yeah I think like going back to like a political sense, you know, you can really see it with what people value right now in like the craziness Mm -hmm. that is the world. So like when riots and looting started up, you could really tell who valued human life and who valued property. Like that's such a stark example of values. Do you value the protests that are for these human lives or do you value the commerce that's being destroyed like it's just it's very interesting to notice it is and I know I'm like it's kind of getting political but I mean it's the environment we're in so it's hard not to talk about I think I tried to avoid it on PYM for so long but I I also think uh, a place I've stepped into recently is like that's I do value human lives and Mm -hmm. other people and so it would be wrong for me not to you know say something about or speak up about what I believe in um so I just feel like even as the example you used, there was something I saw the other day that was like, it's interesting how I can't breathe is like good enough for wearing a mask. But when a person of color says like, says that that's like, it doesn't equal the same kind of freedom. Exactly. I don't know, something about that. And I'm like, wow, that was an interesting way to put it. So it is very true. And I think even in the, in the recent events, I have 
really looked at my values more and decided to step into that light because I was like, okay, do I value these things? And not that I, I disregard them, but I used to take a, a laid back stance because mm-hmm. I didn't want to get involved. Um, which I understand where people are coming from, but I realize I do value people and I do value community and the, the messaging that I try to put out into the world, not only personally, but through PYM, I want to advocate for what's right. And honestly, human rights, basic human decency, I don't think even should be super controversial, but you're completely right. And I just, I feel like you've started to see what people value and yeah so that's where it also this comes in as like a palette for you to realize not just your own life but to kind of apply it to all other walks of life like the political state of the country right now you can apply your set of values or you can even see like communal what we value as a country right now or what people are saying really Mm -hmm. shows what they value yeah And that's so true. And I feel like even it comes down to values when it comes to like political parties, Mm -hmm. Um, because you kind of pick a side and that's what like one side focuses on these type of issues and the other Mm -hmm. side does like the opposite. Um, And it really does come down to like the differences of values, like they put freedom first or um, yeah, like individualism, which is great, where then the other side is more like communal and safety. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Once you once you see like, oh, well, this side of the political spectrum has kind of a core set of these values. It really kind of you can it kind of opens your eyes or at least it did for me. No, I, I totally agree. It did for me, too. So awesome. Well, yeah. this was a fun conversation because yeah. I started to get off on a tangent there, but you made no. up a, like a great point about just like you know, it is important to have different Mm -hmm. people in your life. And I was like, kind of, I always, this always happens when I have guests on because I start to like, think about what they're talking about. And then I'm just like, I don't know how to answer right now. (laughs) And honestly, that's okay though. Like looking at this question right now and saying, I don't know, let me think about it. Let me reflect. Let me do some research for myself. That's okay. Saying I don't know is okay. And I think so often that we're so, um, we we feel pressure to have an answer right here right there we feel pressure to be on all the time to be available all the time and it's okay to take a second and step back and say hmm let me think about this for a second and get back to you especially when it comes to the topic of values even Mm -hmm. um yeah no so I loved it yeah thank you for being on you're welcome this is something that makes me so passionate to talk about communication and like what you value and Oh yeah. I, I, I love all for hours. Stuff. I could talk about it like, for hours. <laughs> I even get that way with like, so I love this. Like I love talking about that. You brought up how you're like an empath. I love talking about that. Cause I feel like I'm the same way that I just like always feel for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I feel sad when my friends are sad and I feel like I can get down with them or happier with them. Yeah. Like when I'm in a group, like I, that's why I always try to make everybody happy, but it's because I'm happy if everybody's happy. Yeah. So what's, I what's totally weird feel that. to me is that there are people who don't feel that way. Like there are people who just do not care or do not feel mm-hmm. empathy for other people. I thought that everybody had empathy as a core value or caring about other people as a core value. And it's not true. And it's kind mm-hmm. of heartbreaking and a little shattering, but yeah, it's kind of more realistic. And then you can see, okay, well, what do they value then? If they don't value empathy, they value hard work or they value justice or honor whatever that means to them 
Mm-hmm. You know, for sure. That's like, even recently, I just like, how, do, how can people like, not agree with certain things that are happening or like mm-hmm. agree that you should wear a mask for other people or agree that like black lives do in fact matter like and you know I think it just comes down to that but like I feel where you're coming from with that because I've really noticed that one recently with all that's happening I'm just like what people don't people yeah. don't feel that way <laughs> yeah it's crazy so no that's awesome but I even feel like I always get excited about talking about communication and things like this mm-hmm. and even my friends that like know I say this all the time but like even astrology like personality tests yeah. like all this stuff it's so fun <laughs> to talk about that because it doesn't you don't have to like live your full life through it mm-hmm. but I think it is interesting and it, it kind of ties into value things but like how your personality is and like the way that you interact with people and so whether that's astrology or like the enneagrams or whatever I always just think that's so fun to like kind of get to know yourself through like a different perspective even if it's not a hundred percent right I don't know I just love talking about those things because it is like how you move through the world and exactly how you communicate they're all just guides that are helping you because you what whether you take from them or not is your choice do you apply that to your life or not that's your choice so you could apply your uh your natal chart to your life but you don't have to apply the whole thing the same thing could be said for the bible People apply that to their whole life. Some people mm-hmm. take it more literally. Some people take it less. Yeah. It's just sure. a guide. Because we're honestly, that's the main conclusion that I've figured out from all of this is that we're all lost and that we're trying to find a way. We definitely are. <laughs> and that's the thing is like everybody's trying to figure out this destination with life. Mm-hmm. And even I do it every day. But I still know at the like at the end of the day, I think like, we're all figuring it out, whether you're 20, 15, 35, like life is figuring it out and you're just going to go through seasons and you're going to go through phases and, you know, you're going to have changes of perspective and relationships and whatever it is. And you're always going to kind of feel like, okay, like what's next? I have to figure this out. I have to get my life together. Mm-hmm. But like, that's just life. The doing, the, the process is, is life. The process. Exactly. Yeah. So that's my little motivational oh, takeaway. Yay, what a great conversation. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks so much for being on, Sam. No I really appreciate it. And I love talking about this because honestly, going into the episode, I was kind of like, I don't really know if I if I really, really like looked at it this way or discussed it with someone. Um, yeah. So it was definitely a fun conversation to have and even opened my mind to some questions to ask myself, as you said. Well, that, so. that's really nice to hear. I mean, when I looked, I had to like Google it and get like a small refresher. And when I looked up all this stuff, it was like business stuff. It was all like yeah. communication ethics in business. And I'm like, no, I don't want to talk about business. I want to talk about like everyday <laughs> life. Like how do right. you use your communication and involve it with your ex- ethics as a human being? So yeah, that's really all it boils down to. Well, thanks so much. And I think it's important, like, I don't think we intended it to be anything to do with current events, but I do think stuff like this is important when it comes to like getting involved and and looking at the world just as a whole. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to think about what are my ethics? How do I want to communicate that? How do I want to interact with people in my community? Um, So the episode wasn't just about that, but I do think in our current life, (laughs) it is important to think about that. So it ties in well. I completely agree. <laughs> it's universal, really. It'll apply yeah. to all aspects of your life at this point, once you realize it. Definitely. Well, thanks so much, and we'll talk soon. Yes, nice, nice talking with you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
as always, we're going to wrap up this episode with a quote. Today's quote is from the amazing Brene Brown, and it's about values, of course. So the quote is this, a value is a way of being or believing that we hold most important. Living into our values means that we do more than profess our values. We practice them. We walk our talk. We are clear about what we believe and hold important. And we take care that our intentions, words, thoughts, and behaviors align with those beliefs. So this went really well with today's episode and our conversation with Sam. So thank you for listening and tune in next week for another episode. Talk soon.